Hello and welcome to episode 26 of the All In Football Fantasy Premier League show. I'm your host, the FPL guru, Alex Rex, and joining me today are my usual suspects of Thomas Hughes and Scott Williams. Apologies for not being able to make the podcast last week. The uh, life calls sometimes, doesn't it? So I apologise for, uh, for for that one. Um, thanks ever so much for anyone who is tuning in live. We are live on YouTube today. Um, so any questions you've got, anything you want to contribute to the show, uh, we're going to try and monitor the chat the uh, the best we can do. Um, so throw your questions in and we'd love to you to, uh, to get in, involved today. Don't forget to like the video, share the video, subscribe to the channel and also follow us on all of our social media platforms, All In Football Pod, All In Football P on Instagram, Twitter and occasionally TikTok. Boys, we have got Scott. Currently watching the, uh, are you watching the Burnley Everton game, Scott? Yes, at the minute I am. Yep. Scott will keep us posted with the live watch along, and let us know when he uh, nips back to the Champions League game. Then I'll uh, I'll keep an eye out on the uh, on the um, the uh, the Burnley Everton game. Uh, currently at uh, two all, Scott. How are you enjoying this evening's football? Surprisingly, quite good actually. The uh, yeah, I mean the Real Madrid game, Chelsea is electric end to end, and then. Yeah, I thought the Burnley Everton game might be quite a tight affair, but it's been anything but that. It's been quite a quite a good match. I think the elements are probably play, uh, playing a big factor in both games, and uh, yeah, it's just a good Wednesday night in the rain at Burnley. It's what you know dreams are made of, really, isn't it? Proper proper Premier League relegation six pointer tonight. And I know. Uh, well, actually, Tom, before we get into the reviews of the last three weeks, are you even really bothered about the score tonight? Is it, have you, is there an outcome that you're really wanting to? To happen? Are you, are you wanting Burnley to lose because they're further behind or are you bothered? I saw something on the square ball and they were talking about this and they were like, a draw is probably sensible. Burnley winning, uh, sorry, Everton winning is probably very sensible because it keeps Burnley as far away from us as possible. So actually, logically, you probably want Everton to win. But the funny one and probably the one that most of us want is Burnley <laughs> to win because... One. Ev- that's the banter one. And also, Evan have got a horrible fixture run. So if they lose to Burnley, I'd back Burnley to get out of it and Everton to go down. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. I don't know. We just need to win our games, not theirs. So. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that was the what I thought you would, you'd say, really, to be fair, because obviously you'd, uh, you'd want, uh, you want Frank to go down, wouldn't you? So uh, what we're going to do on this podcast is review um, and lead live stream. We just review the last three games incredibly briefly from an all-in podcast um, uh, league perspective. And uh, and then all of the the big news this week is the double game weeks have been announced. Um, all of the fixtures for the rest of the season, by Man City versus Wolves, have been announced. Now there are a couple of things that can happen that can move a couple of the game weeks around, but the the changes are incredibly small that can happen. But we'll review the permutations and stuff like that. That's that's very easy to do. But let's first of all go all the way back, if we can um, remember that far back to uh, game week. 29, I think, was the uh, the last one that we did a, did a, a podcast for. So, uh, let's have a look. Who was manager of the week? Well, OMG DCFC, that's who was manager of the week. Uh, so, congratulations to Dan. You've been manager of the week before, I think. You're manager of the week again with 125 points. Um, the double Liverpool defence did you uh, did you well, captain of Salah? Obviously, Kane, Ramsey as well coming uh, coming in, uh, excellent. The only thing I'm a bit concerned about is Rodrigo on your bench, but you know, eight points could have even got, could have got you even more points down. Um, but congratulations to you for being manager of the week uh, for game week 29. Um, game week 30, manager of the week. 
which um, surprised me because um, AD didn't use a chip, Chippendale, uh, was manager of the week. And I expected to see a free hit manager take manager of the week in game week 30, because even though we discussed about it being quite a low upside, actually um, the free hit average ended up being 63 points. And that was quite a bit higher than the average for FPL for that week. I think that was somewhere somewhere in the 40s. Um, but Adrian just nailed it in terms of the picks he brought in without using a chip. Um, he didn't, didn't even take a minus four, I don't think. Uh, so Doherty, White, Kilman, no points. Amati, Madison, Son, Saka, Kane. Um, and then obviously the Pedence even delivered, which is a little bit insane, isn't it? Um, he doesn't normally do anything at all. Uh, in the end, it turned out to be a perfect storm for game week 30, didn't it really, lads? Like I, I spoke to Jeff um, about this um, previously um, and he, we, we just said, I just said to him like simply, if Son and Kane both deliver and Madison and Barnes both deliver, then the free hits are going to do really well. And it just so happened that they all got returns. Just the way that the, the, the game week worked out um, but yeah, um, all good so far. And then we've got uh, the current game week that is going on, which is game week 31, which has got one match uh, left in it at this very moment in time. And uh, the person who is winning so far this week, I think, is Baby Shaq. Do, 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 do. Oh. Um, Mr. Wheel, who's currently in, as he calls it, Future Ventura. It's definitely Future Ventura, Martin. Um, it's a miracle that Martin's won a game week. Uh, well, he hasn't though. Uh, he's, uh, he's, he, he was he was winning at the time, but um, basically, if Jeff gets anything back from uh, this, uh, it, oh yeah, he's already, yeah, yeah. already he's, yeah, he's got he's got Rick Carlison, hasn't he? So Rick he's got two red card, Holgate red card. You never know. Basically, anyway, I forgot he had Richarlison. I knew he had um, triple Everton, but I couldn't remember which players he has. But of course, Jeff has Richarlison. Yeah, at the he, go, he goes hunting for the teams that are competing against Leeds. That's all I'm going to say. I'll just leave that there. Um, brings us nicely though uh, onto uh, the manager of the month for uh, for March. So forgive a lot of the clicking around. I've got to do a lot of a lot of clicking right now. Um, March. OMG DCFC. Congratulations to Dan Clark taking manager of the month for March. One point clear of Jeff Belcher, and who's a further four points clear of David Byrne. Five, uh, five clear, six clear total was DC of Paddy Madden. Paddy Madden. I know. Cinderella. Cinderella story, that is. Oh, man. And uh, Adrian Chippendale with 278. So there was only seven points separating the top five. So well done to all of the top five there, especially Dan for, for taking, the, taking the win. Um, you guys not fancy an appearance in the top ten? Unfortunately not. Um, I, I mean, to, I only scraped 11. <laughs> Where was um, I? Flipping heck. I, you don't want to know, Tom. Oh, my God. Keep going. Uh, uh, you below Chris below Clegg. Chris Clegg. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> there he is in 19. Oh. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. An 80-point swing on Jeff in that month. Bloody hell. Yeah, that, um, that 80 points, is it's it's pretty... It's, it's been pretty massive, to be fair. Um, City, um, City Apprentice doing all right, 12th? Yeah, not doing too bad. Um, he did make one transfer this week, which uh, he didn't consult me on, which was bringing in Fabianski for Ramsdale, um, which, don't get me wrong, transferring Ramsdale out, if you wanted to do, you could do. He had a knock. 
Um, but the keeper to go for was Schmeichel, just so everybody knows. Like, if you're going to do a wild card this week, which don't do, that's my advice, you know, save it for a couple of weeks. Um, but um, Schmeichel's your number one keeper, looking at the fixture running pretty straightforwardly. Um, but anyway, yeah, not doing too bad there, Liam. But yeah, well done to Dan, uh, really well. Jeff used up, uh, there was only three game weeks, actually, in this this week, this this month, which is what's crazy. Like 80 points in three game weeks. Um, and those three game weeks for, for Jeff, for an example, um, were a free hit played in game week 30 with 79 points, which really worked. A bench boost played in game week 29, 105 points uh, after he played his wild card in 28 for 104. So, I mean, it, absolutely amazing three game weeks. Um, previously, he played a free hit and his triple captain. So he played five, chi- five chips in five weeks. Um, so it's going to take a, a, little bit, um, a little bit of catching up. But still, he's uh, he's done well in our in our league in our little uh, money league that we've got. Big chance forever. Um, hashtag anyone but Jeff for me. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. Uh, reviewing the podcast money league at this very moment in time. So Gavin Webb still out in front, um, very closely followed by Adrian Chippendale. Uh, Jeff Belcher really hot on the heels now um, after another however many points he's got today from two Richarlison goals. That's eight points there plus three bonus. Uh, plus appearance points, so you definitely caught, clawed that back quite nicely. Um, little battle between myself, um, us, and uh, David Burnham, the, of course yourself, Tom. <laughs> so we're just fighting ourselves, really, um, in that little I mean, battle. Dying. everyone should be embarrassed they haven't taken me over this month with that low score, so... Tried, I got pretty close. Uh, but yeah, you know, you're right. Um, but we're all... It's that time of the season where we look at, look at what we're planning on doing basically for the rest of it. And sometimes you have to work your way back a little bit from seeing what team you want to make the most of some of your chips. And sometimes you can work forward and and go from there. Uh, What I would say is I'm really interested to know from anybody that's listening and and obviously anybody that that listens um, afterwards, you know, send us a DM. We can have a, we'll have a look at it in future game weeks, but what's going on in your own mini leagues? Have you got any personal bets with any other mates that you, you really want to beat? Um, like I know um, Jack and his mate Chris have a, have a bet who's going to finish above each other. Um, and, you know, no friend else call you out, Jack, ninth in this league. You're probably not going to win the pod league. You're probably not going to win our mates' money league. You know, is, is your aim this season now to get a top overall rank or to, to win that bet with, uh, with, with Chris? Um, someone like uh, Callum was discussing with me about his work league. I think he's second in his work league at the moment. I know Tom in your um, your work league, you, you're doing doing pretty well. Um, and then in my work league, I'm I'm just chasing Gav actually, uh, <laughs> which is a big one to get. But but actually analysing, you know, where who you want to try and catch. Um, and if you are targeting one specific person, great. But if also if you wanted to do really well in one league, then 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 or not. But how different you go. Is, uh, is actually genuinely really important here. Um, so what are your targets for the rest of the season? Uh, so let us know in the chat. Let us know how far you are behind, etc. And what we'll do is move on quite swiftly to uh, this graphic. Now, this That's graphic is... the uh, Champions League on, mate. Oh, no, no, great stuff. Um, I'll uh, I'll probably I'll put, the, put the Burnley game on. It's all Everton, the Burnley-Everton game in a minute. I'll see all over them. Fine. I've managed to get the uh, the live chat up actually, Tom, on the other thing, just so you know. And uh, and yes, Callum, Jeff is the biggest Everton fan in the league. Absolutely. Um, this graphic shows where the double game weeks have, have have fit in for the for the rest of the season. Oh, over to Scott. What's going on? It's an awful, awful error by Mendy. 
No. I think Mendy and a Chelsea fan, they just clash. And Benzema's just there to roll it into an open goal. Well, you bet's in it. <laughs> it is. <laughs> three three shots on target. Benzema. That's back-to-back hat-tricks for Benzema. That's absolutely unbelievable, isn't it? Let's be honest. Um, he's been... Yeah, I really hope this is Rudiger, because I really can't stand him. <laughs> Interestingly <laughs> enough, some of the permutations that take place, that leads us on really nicely into it, is um, for the fixture for the rest of the season, of these cup competitions. So as you can see here, if you're watching on YouTube, um, Chelsea play Real Madrid this week, Southampton in the league, and then Real Madrid next week in the midweek. They then have Palace in the FA Cup. Now, if they play Crystal Palace and beat them and get knocked out by Real Madrid, which both of these things seem a real possibility now being 3-1 down in the game tonight, then these matches here, looking at this Manchester United game, will probably then move to the midweek of game week 35 because Chelsea won't be playing in Europe that midweek and they'll be in the FA Cup final. And the FA Cup final is scheduled for that weekend when the Man U game would play. If they don't move the Man U game to game week 35, it means that Chelsea will have to play on the Saturday the 7th, or the Tuesday the 10th, then the Sunday for the FA Cup, Saturday or Sunday for the FA Cup final, then that'll be the Tuesday Man U game, then that'll be the Thursday, the Leicester game, and then that'll be the Sunday for Watford. So it's too many games too close together. So the likelihood is, is that if they get knocked out, then the Man United game will either move to game week 34, but most likely to game week 35, because a TV, uh, a TV company would probably want to pick up Chelsea against Man United. Um, so that's something to watch out for. That's one of the things that can change. Um, also, if they get knocked out in, in the FA Cup, then this will be the, the, the fixtures that, that happen. If they get knocked out in the FA Cup against Crystal Palace, then this will be no change for Chelsea. Uh, the other thing that's key is if City get through in the in the uh, in the FA Cup. If City beat Liverpool in the FA Cup semi final, they will have a double game week in thirty six. Nailed on, has to happen because they'll play the FA Cup final in game week thirty seven. So they can't double in thirty seven. If they lose to Liverpool in that cup game and get through in the Champions League, obviously that that goes out saying I think here, then they could double in thirty six or thirty seven. Um. Kind of also depends if West Ham get through to the the Conference League final, but let's let's forget about that for now. Basically, the likelihood is City are probably going to double in thirty six because they can double in thirty six if they lose to Liverpool or beat Liverpool. So um, that's what we'll we'll be taking into account for the majority of this moving forward. Um, Been a bit harsh on West Ham there, mate. Not Conference League, is it? Proper Europa League. Oh, they're in the Europa League. Sorry, Leicester in the Conference League. Oh, Basically, yeah. nah, I need pulling up on these things. You boys are here for, for stuff like that. You know, I'm a big West Ham fan. You are a big West Ham fan, <laughs> as you should be this season. It's been amazing. Um, so, yeah, uh, the, the teams that have got the most matches left to play for the rest of this season, um, again, if Chelsea get through, our Chelsea will have a hell of a lot of matches left to fit in because they're in the cup competitions, obviously Liverpool and City. They have one less league fixture to rearrange. Um, Leicester have a lot of games left if they get through against PSV uh, they double in 33 then they'll have what's happened unbelievable save from Courtois has hit one it's going top bins it's an unbelievable save big big game this for Chelsea now then big like 40 minutes or whatever's left on this game um, but yeah uh, Leicester will have uh, they'll have no free midweeks for the rest of the season if they beat PSV so expect rotation from Leicester, but at the same time, I, this is the only thing that's probably going against maybe doubling up on like a Madison and a Barnes 
because Madison's injury record is, is not great, even though he's actually the informed player at the moment. Barnes will probably play more games, um, but they've got nothing to play for in the league. They're not getting relegated. They're not going to make Europe. Like Everything relies on if they're going to win the Conference League. If you win the Conference League, you qualify for the Europa League, I think that's right, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. So everything kind of relies on that cup competition for them. That's their only trophy they can win. So although I'm kind of all in on, on, on you know, Schmeichel for Leicester, which is why, again, I think he's, the obvious choice, you know, three double game weeks uh, for the rest of the season. They're the only team who have three double game weeks for the rest of the season. Um, I might be, I'm interested in probably one other outfield Leicester player. Um, maybe a cheap defender if Fafana gets nailed, he's 4.3, can rotate him, something like that. But yeah, doubling up on Madison and Barnes is is, is interesting. Madison's obviously the pick at the moment, but I don't know, have you uh, seen much of Leicester recently, boys? What are your thoughts on uh, thoughts on them as a team at this very moment in time, especially for investments there? It's a bit hit and miss. I think if you're going to have somebody in, it's probably Madison or Barnes, and then maybe, maybe at a stretch, Ian Acho, just because he's playing a lot. But outside of that, no, nah, they're, they're too inconsistent. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think Madison could be quite frustrating to watch as well. Um, and he does seem to do, he seems to be a 65, 70 minute kind of player. He doesn't seem to play 90 too often. Probably completely wrong in that. Um, but I no, feel I like think... he gets subbed quite a lot. Um, and yeah, if if you want to go in that show, maybe just put him as like your third player on your bench and you might run good and he comes on for eight points. Who knows? <laughs> or he sits there. Um <laughs> Poor Tom. Uh, I know, honestly. He heard. He heard every word (laughs) of that needle. Every word of it. Uh, Yeah, so, uh, lads, just looking at these fixtures moving forward, you know, I've I've tried to give you a bit of time to have a look at the have a look at the graph. You know, is 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 there any any teams here that really stand out for you? Any thoughts on the fixtures that have been rescheduled? Not really. No, I think I can see. Ben Krellin's comment on the right, just saying I've tidied it up, but I can understand why it's still hard to read for some people. And uh, well, I'll, I'll, tell you what I'll, do, I'll tell you what I'll do. This is the one which is like, quite simply just got the Premier League on it, and it's also got the uh, fixture difficulty ratings on it. Um, so it's the the more blue the fixtures, the the harder they are, the greener the easier. So uh, it makes it a little bit easier. And I'll tell you what as well, I'll do just because of that. So I appreciate that it might be quite difficult for for some people at that point. Um, here are the fixtures in terms of uh, levels for the rest of the season as of the Fantasy Football Hub. If I can not scroll down too far because I can't see the cursor. That's that's annoying. I think it's uh, quite quite interesting with the, yeah. a lot of these doubles and glancing at it. You've not got a Southampton Brighton. You've got uh, you've got like a Chelsea. Um, you, there seems to be like a hard team in the majority of them. Like Liverpool, Man City, um, Leicester even there's no one really other than Leicester for me I'm obviously Southampton and West Ham but that's seen going for Burnley assets which you're not going to do so I think Leicester is without a doubt looking at that early double game week and the ones later on is without a doubt the standout team which we've already discussed um, yeah. other than that there's no one really yeah Arsenal are quite high up there and you look at Arsenal's fixtures and they got Chelsea, Man U, West Ham, Spurs, Leicester, Arsenal. Hmm. Sorry, it's... Everton. Everton. Oh, sorry, I'm reading the wrong. Yeah. Everton. 
Yeah, but they have. Yeah, but they have still, like you say, with 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 Arsenal, they have got Chelsea away, Manu at home, West Ham away, Spurs away. Like you know, that they're not easy games that are left for Arsenal. Yeah. Um, but they're also not. They're not terrible. But they've got two games. This is where, and, and and to be fair, what I kind of expected was the reaction that you guys have given to these, because. I think that's how a lot of people are feeling right now when they see this. They go, how the hell am I going to interpret what's in front of me to make the best decisions for the rest of the season? So what I'm going to do is try to give you the best tools possible to make the best decisions for your teams. Um, And first of all, the first thing you've got to do is have a look at what chips you've got left. So we've all got free hits and bench boosts. And if when I had a look at the, um, the, the, the mini league analyzer that I've got here. Um, it didn't pick up my chips for some reason, but that's quite handy because I know them obviously. But um, for mini league analyzer, pretty much everyone bar Gavin Jeff have the bench boost left. Pretty much. Oh, sorry. Uh, baby shot. Do, 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 do. Um, he's used his. So uh, pretty much everyone has that left. Uh, it doesn't quite read fully on, on the free hits um, because it only takes into account because it's, this is, this is my, my tracker that you get through Premier League, Fantasy Premier League tools. Um, it doesn't read very well for two free hits. Basically, I think only Jeff doesn't have a free hit left. I'm going to say, I'm going to throw it out there. And then there's a few people who have their wild card left, namely Jack, um, the better Hughes, Callum, uh, Jamie Varley, Marcus Swift. Um, of course, you know, the uh, the Hunjan's not doing too well down at the bottom there. Um, but they have um, they have that left. And nobody has a triple captain left other than Mr. Len Deacon. The man who's made the most transfers in our mini league this entire season, by the way. That's now that's a man that's active. I love that, Len. I, I've got a lot of time for that. So uh, if we can um, quite quite quickly uh, box off the uh, the best opportunities to use your triple captain, um, just whenever you want, really. Uh, <laughs> you could use it on a single game week player. You could use it on a double. The best double game week that's left this season is without a doubt Leicester having Norwich and Everton at home. Um, so that's the best double game week that you've got. Um, Liverpool have have got a double game week. Villa and Spurs, if you wanted to try and do something with with uh, with Salah, um, yeah. I, actually, if that double game week for Man City becomes like Newcastle and Wolves or Newcastle and West Ham, but the Bruyne, someone like that, anyway, we'll uh, we'll. I think that's a. The, the, if you want to use it in a single game week as well, you can do. If there's an incredibly I think it's safe to say this season, Len, you've had a shocker by not playing it. There's been some really great opportunities. I mean, there's been never, I mean, that Salah one game in 26, you'll never get a better game week than that ever when you play FPL. That is the, that was the perfect double game week. Norwich and Leeds at home. Come on. Uh, Those two worst defenders in the league and the best player in the world. Easy. So, it's all about interpreting when you're going to use your free hit and your bench boost. That's the most common one. Then we'll go on to wildcard. So having a look at where your team is right now, have a look at the amount of players, basically draw up a free hit team for 33, 36 and 37. That's what you should do. Have a look at those games. Um, Goal for Burnley, by the way, three, two. Um, um, I don't know who scored it yet because I'm on the, I'm on the the chat screen. Um, I don't need to be too sad about that because it's funny. It's just funny. It is funny. Um, I think, is it Cornane? Maxwell, what a man. Uh, So, yeah, he went through a little phase at the beginning of the season, didn't he? So if we have a look at game week 33, so I'll tell you what we'll do, because I think a lot of people will have a look at it in on this 
first of all. They'll have a look at the FDR. This is what a lot of people have access to. So let's have a look at game week 33. It's probably the easiest visual to look at. Obviously, those three teams at the bottom, blank, Villa, Leeds and Wolves. So let's just ignore those. Obviously, you're not going to put them in a free hit team um, unless you've got problems. So looking at these fixtures, you could have a Brentford player if you wanted to do so. They are playing Watford. They have been doing okay. Man City have Brighton at home. That's a fantastic fixture. If you wanted to have a single game weeks in there, you could do. Leicester at home and, and, and Palace at home for uh, Newcastle. Good double game week. Obviously, some other good single game week. Spurs having Brighton at home and Brighton not in good form. Um, putting together a team here. Burnley have a double game week. Leicester have a good double game week, even though they're both away from home. Southampton, not too bad. Arsenal, not too bad. Man United have the best fixture in the whole game. Norwich at home, but followed by Liverpool away. Um, the team I think, personally, you would have a look at is something like Schmeichel and Foster, because I think you look at Schmeichel in these games here in terms of defenders. Someone like so a, a Newcastle defender, Shah or Byrne, like Livermento or, or um, uh, Kyle Walker-Peter, something like that, probably a, a Southampton defender. Yeah, I'm talking about these sort of bench fodder, really. Um, but I wouldn't look too far past Cancelo and Doherty in terms of returns from defenders. Uh, and they're both, they both have single game weeks and a lot of us still have them as players. Um, but maybe like even Laporte, if he becomes more affordable, then you'd look at the midfield. You'd probably want an Arsenal midfielder, maybe someone like Sacro Martinelli. You'd want Madison or Barnes, if not both. I think if you were free hitting, you'd have to go for like a Sancho or a Bruno because of that fixture. If you were bothering to free hit, they basically are your upside. They are your differential. There's no point free hitting and just going for Son and Kane. Like it just isn't because everyone's going to have them anyway. But, you know, Kevin De Bruyne is not very highly owned. You could go for someone like him. Um, and then up front, again, I, I probably, if Ronaldo's fair, I'd probably go for Ronaldo. Um, and then, yeah, something something like Iheanacho, maybe, um, probably someone like Harry Kane. At this very moment in time, if I looked at my own team, just for example, and I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll just go to... Great app, this by the grab. So great website, this by the way. It's called um, it's called FPL Team, uh, and you can simulate your transfers for the rest of the season on this if you wanted to do so. And of course, I found it and did our team. So, if you look at game week thirty three, this is the team that I created for us if we were moving forward. We've got Doherty, we've got Laporte, we've got a double game week keeper anyway. So I'm going to count that as as another player. We've got Barnes. We can have Madison. We can have Saka. We can have Kane. We've got seven starters anyway that we're bothered about. Plus, we've got Lacazette with a double game week, Brozier with a double game week, and Amati with a double game week. No point free hitting. For, for what upside? The free hitting upside you're going for, you're basically free hitting to bring in United players against Norwich. Like, so for us, there's no point free hitting in 33. The upside basically is, is, is non-existent. Um, so... I think at this point we wouldn't free hit, but have a look at your own team. Have a look at how many players you would have in your free hit and see if it's worth it or not. First thing, game week 36. Let's move to 36 now. If any thoughts but, on before, before you do, Alex, before you move on, we've got a couple of questions uh, oh, from the chat. Just uh, has Salah gone flat enough since AFCON to switch it up? Just a quick um, answer on that one. Uh, a, a quick answer on that one is no. But uh, if we have a look at his, um, we'll have a look at Salah here. Oh, God. 
we have a look at Salah here, if I can uh, not click off it straight away. Um, 18 it's leads, but three, nine, one, and three. He's you can see here, he's having his minutes managed. I think that's I think that's the more like is he having his minutes managed or is he not playing well so he's getting taken off? Um, maybe both because Diaz he's not is not playing well in that last game. He was the ov- I knew for it, it was so obvious he was going to be the one to get replaced against Walford. Yeah, um, I didn't really understand, he, he just became very one dimensional in that game, didn't he? Which I think yeah. was uh, was interesting. I was quite surprised by how easily he was marked out of the game by a left back I never heard of. Um, I think, yeah, I, I, think, I think I think it is, is the hangover, isn't it, from the, the loss? I, I, I think what I would say is after AFCON, my answer is no. Um, maybe after this World Cup qualifier, maybe, maybe, he's, maybe that was a, a difficult one for him to take. Um, I don't maybe. know how much, obviously they, they do it every year as well. You've got to think about Ramadan as well, I think, haven't you? With, um, you know, your Muslim players. I know they try and make, you know, special, you know, occasions from whatnot, but it's got to affect them. When they're not fueled up, like before a game, hundred percent. You're a professional athlete playing at the top of your game. Yeah. If you're not, if you're not eating three hours before your game, you're not going to perform as well. It could, you know, we're talking about fine margins here. The at the elite level, we're not talking about a game of five assigned goals. It's like you know, we're talking about this. The, the fine margins make all the difference. Gabriel took one step forward too far, and could, they ended up conceding a goal against Palace. You know, like with Arsenal, he literally got his foot in wrong slightly, and it's a goal. So yeah, I, I, I know exactly what you mean. Um, what I would say on this one. Um, thanks, Callum Ravadam. Is is all April? It's all April. Okay. Um, what I would say, Callum, for this one is that you've got your wild card left. So if you were wanting to go for a player that was really quite different and not use your free hit, because I think you've got a free hit left as well, a player that was different, you're know, taking Salah out. He's got Man United and Man City next to, and they're surrounded by. Champions League games, you can you can afford to take that gamble because you can probably get him back in on a wild, on a wild card if, let's say, for example, he does look really good in those games. Um, but if I wouldn't advise anyone to sell him because he's incredible. So um, it depends again. It depends again because if you are chasing that, if you are chasing your mini league and you're miles behind and your aim is to try and win your mini league and you're so far off, then why not take the gamble? Because everyone's got him, so it's not going to be a differential. So. Yeah, but if you're, for example, like Gavin Webb and you're top of the league, you're a bit nuts to transfer out Salah unless you're trying to win the whole thing, personally. Um, yeah, that was a quick answer, wasn't it? Sorry, Tom. Um, I can see the next one. Ericsson. Uh, makes Brentford a hell of a lot better as a team. Has FPL pedigree. Uh, what I would say about the fixtures for the rest of the season... Uh, for uh, Brentford, uh, they're single game week every week. So they don't have any double game weeks. Um, they've got West Ham, tough game. Watford, not a tough game. And Spurs and Man United. And they don't get me wrong, Southampton, Everton and Leeds last three looks nice. You know, if you don't have a bench boost left, for an example, um, then someone like Ericsson seems like a player that you could uh, you could, you could could put in. Um, so... Boys, before we move on to 36, sorry, in terms of game week 33 again there, I went through a a, a, a free hit draft. Um, are there any players that maybe I missed or, or anything you wanted to say about, about 33 as an option? 
you know, I think you covered them all there. I can't think of any players that you missed at all. Look at those fixtures, if I'm completely honest. Um, I'll try and keep going until Tom's finished sneezing. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, No, I don't think so. Um, Tom? No, I don't think so. (laughs) Struggling with his sneezes. Put a bit poorly, the lad. Um, Yeah, but if you are going to free hit, then don't go conservative on it. You know, go for a couple of City players that no one has. Go for uh, double Man United, you know, get these players involved. Now, game week 36. If you were looking, if you if you're looking at free hitting in game week 36, and that's match over, Burnley beat Everton 3-2. What a game. Um, so if you're looking at game week 36, for an example, then you need to look at the the sort of players that you would you would have again. So I put together a team. Schmeichel and Foster again in goal. Trent and Robbo at the back, double Liverpool. Uh, either Cancelo or James, depending on if they're in the FA Cup, in the Champions League, out of them. But another another big defender. Um, so three at the back, then Holgate and Cedric, I just put in as, as other players to, to, to top them up. Then you'd look at a Liverpool midfielder, probably Salah. Then you look at maybe Madison and Barnes. You'd probably look at maybe the Sacro Martinelli. Um, again, you'd probably look again at... Uh, depending on the Champions League results, if they're still in the FA Cup, someone like a Chelsea player or a City player, um, again, in midfield, Havertz or, or Foden, De Bruyne probably isn't affordable with his team. And then a cheap player like Ramsey or Gordon. And then up front, you could look at um, Kane, a Leicester striker, maybe even like Gabriel Jesus, if they end up doubling and they're still in the competitions, I don't know, something like that. But, but Ollie Watkins, a player like that. Again, when I went through my team, I've got like seven or eight of these guys anyway that I would have starting. The other thing to bear in mind with this is basically most of the big teams, I think it's probably better illustrated on this one. Most of the big teams have a double game week in 36. Players that will already have. Actually, within my team right now, I think I've got 13 players that double in game week 36 already. So have a look how many players you've got. Not four, one, is it? It's an absolute sitter missed by Lukaku. Mm, God bless him. Bless him. So have a look at game week 36. It's it's the most obvious bench boost week you could pretty much have. Like You'll have a look at your team right now and you'll probably be able to see at least 10 or 11 double game week players if you think City are going to double, which they probably are. Even if City don't double, it's... It's 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 dead easy to, to to play that as a bench boost. So what I would do is have a look at the players that you want to bring in. The more doublers you have, the better. If you have thirteen double game week players, then then that's that is amazing. You know that's that's great. Fourteen's uh, excellent, and fifteen's just unbelievable. Um, but don't be afraid to have two really good single game week players. So, for example, game week thirty six here. Let's just let's just say Man City do have a single game week at home against Newcastle. You know, that's obviously a, a fixture that I wouldn't be bothered about holding a player in. Maybe a Palace player against Watford, something like that. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think pretty much every team in there, you're going to have double game week players. Um, don't know about your teams at the moment, lads. How many double game week players have, have you got so far in, in your squad at the moment? How many, how many single game week players? I think that's the easier one. Have you actually got in game week 36 at this very moment in time? I can't imagine it's more than four or five. 
Yeah. Tom doesn't. Tom, so, Tom doesn't remember his team. Like I can see see his face right now. I'm like, <laughs> I tried to fill as much as I could for him to get his team up, and uh, he just sort of sat there and yawned at me. <laughs> that how well this live stream's going, Tom? Oh, now we can't hear him. Like nine or ten doubles to thirty six. Looking at that, yeah, nine or ten doubles. Scott had the opportunity to have a look at yours at all. Oh, I've got a lot of red on mine. Um, <laughs> yeah, one, two, yeah, quite a few. Yeah, yeah, quite a few. It's it's dead easy for me. It's 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 a bench boost in thirty six for everyone who's got it left. If they haven't got it left, then and they've only got a free hit left. This game week for me is the big one. This is a 150, 160 point game week. Like this, this is this is the one that if you get right, it could genuinely make up masses of ground. You could have 40 points on, on anybody above you in this game week if you get it right. So that's why having a bench boost this week is is fantastic. It's such a great opportunity. Um if you don't have a, if you don't have a bench boost and it depends how your team's looking, but I'd probably use my free hit in 36 if I don't have a bench boost left uh, and I have a free hit left, for an example. Gav, I know he's in that, that position, one free hit left. Um, also, if you have a wild card, then it's a case of I probably, it depends how your team looks, but again, I wouldn't be worrying about 32 and 33 in terms of game weeks. Maybe even make a transfer just for 32. You could free hit in 33 and then wild card in 34 or 35 um, and, and move uh, uh, just to, to bench boost in 36. And then you've got a team set up for the rest of the season as well, if you wanted to do so. The only the only benefit, I think, to wildcarding in 35 over wildcarding in, in 34 is illustrated better on, on this graph here, graphic here, which is you'll probably, you, you, you'll have more information. You'll know how the semifinals have gone for the for the first one, you know, if someone gets battered if it, if it's not gone well, if they've got more injuries, then you could make these changes. Um, at, at, at you, 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 uh, well, uh, wild card at thirty five, but wild card at thirty four again is fine. Um, I don't think it's really worth it to wild card in thirty four, bench boost in thirty six, and free hit in thirty seven. I mean, you can if your team's set up for it. I, if you're chasing, I probably just go hella different in game week thirty three. Um, where I'm at at the moment with our team, lads, as well, is game week 37 free hit. So again, let's uh, let's have a, have a quick look at this. I went for sort of either Schmeichel or Martinez, um, someone like Pickford or Gaita, something like that in terms of a double game week in game week 37. Cash, either like Cody or Johnny, Doherty, Holgate, a Burnley defender, like Coutinho, Gallagher or Zaha, maybe Son, Gordon, like Watkins, but you could put Kane in for a single game week, uh, like Calvert Lewin, and probably like someone like Mateta, Richarlison, maybe. I've got like three or four of those players at the moment. I don't really want those players at any other point. And I do feel like then I- I'm going to make up the most ground on people that don't have free hits left because my team's going to be completely different. I'm either going to bomb the season or I'm going to do quite well. And in terms of my aims for this, I don't really care if I come second or third in our money league. Um, I just kind of want to win or don't really care. So that's where I'm at personally with it. I want to get as high up the, the pod league as I can do, but in our money league, I, I just, just want to win really. 
So 37, although the players in it aren't sexy, it's the most different you can go. I think the higher the higher scoring game week is going to be 36, though. So if you don't have a bench boost left, then I would f- and you have a free hit left, I'd free hit in 36. Obviously, all of this is team dependent, obviously. But if you have your bench boost left, it's 36. If you don't, it's free hit in 36, personally, to maximize the big game players, counteract the rotation, do something. And then what free hit in 37 or if I at the moment where I'm I'm angling towards for our team and also for my own team is I've got a bench boost and a free hit left. It's bench boost 36, free hit 37. That's what I'm looking at at this very moment in time. And those are my reasons why. I think I can go more different in 37. And there's more players in game week 37 that I'd want that I don't want for the rest of the season. Whereas I think the upside in 33 is minimal um, unless Man United decide they're just going to become good against Norwich, which, you know, they have it in their bag, but they they haven't been that great. Um, So yeah, that's what I would, I would, I would look at in terms of a team in terms of a wild card, it's 34 or 35. I don't think it makes a blind bit of difference, really. Again, it's all your team dependent to bench boost in 36. And then you can look to then, if you wanted to free hit in 37, if you hadn't free hit in 33, then you can do that. If you've got no chips left at all, Jeff, um, basically just, just talking to you, you know, team teams to target, it feels relatively obvious. You know, you can go for the likes of Leicester. They've got the most fixtures left. You can go for the likes of Chelsea. Now it looks like they're probably not going to get through in Europe. You never know. It's every quarter final second leg. Anything can happen, though. Um, but teams like a, a Chelsea team, when they're not going to be in Europe, again, this is probably better illustrated by this graph. Let's just take out the two blues that are here. They've got Arsenal, West Ham, Everton, double game week with Wolves and Leeds. But they might even have a double game week, Everton and Man U here, Leicester and Watford. They're decent fixtures. If they're out of that, if they're out of the Champions League, then they're going to play their best team to try and make sure they finish out the league as, as they possibly can do. So Chelsea become an option if they get knocked out there as well. Um, and then yeah, other teams that have good fixtures. If we have a look at the fixture ticker, um, Leicester and Chelsea. Shockingly enough, well done, Al. Pat yourself on the back. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't look, really look at Burn. I mean, they've just scored three goals. Maybe you would. I don't really know who the hell I'd go for though from Burnley. Um, everyone just, everyone's been trolled by Weghorst again. They've scored three times and he's been involved in any of the goals. Um, classic Weghorst. Uh, Arsenal have got a couple of double game weeks, plenty of fixtures, and they've got cheap options. Um, yeah, some of the bigger teams are, are further down. Boys, I've done a lot of talking there. Thoughts off the back of uh, thoughts off the back of that. When you're looking at your own teams, what are you thinking? 36, 37. What's your what, what you what are your thoughts? I I was personally you, you you won't believe me, but I was already thinking of doing exactly what you said because for the reason that thirty three, I wasn't going to be making that many drastic changes because a lot of the players anyway. Um, so and then I glanced and saw where my other double game weeks were, thirty six and thirty seven. So that's exactly what I'll be doing. Um, exactly what I'll be doing. Um, I would say they're getting beat three one. I've seen a lot of Chelsea recently. One player who absolutely I'll be looking at getting in at some point is Havertz. He's some player, you know. He really is. He's he and he, he just plays seems to play week in, week out as well, doesn't get rotated. 
and he's he's really shown his quality. I think this season, I think he's one that I he's one of those players that I'm, I hate not to have when I'm watching Chelsea. He seems to always have chances. If they get knocked out of the Champions League, then I think he's t- top of the shopping list, really, um, for the rest of the season. I mean, when you think about his price and he's playing number nine for Chelsea mm. and the fixtures they've got for the rest of the season, um, yeah, it, 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 I, I completely agree. He'd be in a he'd be in a team there for us. Even if if, if my my worry with Chelsea and and with a player like Havertz is he's so important to them. If they manage to get through against Real Madrid, you know he'll he'll, he'll play against Palace. He'll play that midweek. He'll play that midweek, and he'll play in the cup final. And he'll probably only feature in maybe two or three of the league games for the rest of the season max. And that's something that would worry me. Whereas if they get knocked out of the Champions League, um, it's like Reese James. Like I think James becomes uh, an option again. Like especially if they get knocked out of the Champions League, I think Chelsea losing to Real Madrid um, suddenly become like an option that is uh, someone that we we really really can't ignore um, moving forward. So um, yeah, Tom, any any thought any thoughts on that? So uh, I know when we uh, we logged on, it was very much uh, I haven't looked at my team for ages. Don't really know what to do. Um, any clearer? Any thoughts on it? Yeah, I think so. I think I, I knew there was a lot of doubles coming up. It's just been a bit of chaos, hasn't it, waiting for all the fixtures to get put in. So these di- diagrams and charts do help. Um, 36, I want 15 doubles for that, not going to lie. So everything I do up until now, up until then, I won't be taking out any player that has a double in 36. And I'll just try and put out 15 doubles in that game week. And I think that's probably going to make the difference between me and Jeff if how, how that game week goes with the extra extra four on the bench. I think the important thing on what you've said there is that looking at game week 36, but normally when we talk about bench boosts, we're all like, oh, and this is, this is very common in the community um, of FPL. A lot of people on content talk about getting it out of the way. They talk about, oh, it influences my transfers for too long. It's something that I hate thinking about. And I I kind of get that. But in this case, the only teams that don't double in game week 36 are Brentford, you're not bothered. Brighton, you're not bothered. Burnley, you're not bothered. Palace, you're not really bothered. Um, If City double, we'll take that as they double. Man United, you're not bothered. Newcastle, you're not bothered. Southampton, you're not bothered. West Ham, you're not bothered. Wolves, guess what? You're not bothered. So all of the teams that have double game weeks, except for Man City that's not confirmed yet, but could it's probably 75% that it's going to happen. You know, you're, um, not exactly, you're not exactly crying if you have one less and that one is Jared Bowen playing Norwich, though, are you? It, exactly. You, you're really not bothered. And you're also not bothered if, for example, and I'm just going to, uh, you know, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, um, but if you went to game week 36, and this is where I got to with our game week 36 team, the only player I've got here is Laporte. And and he still might double. You know, this is a way to get 15 doublers, the way I've tried to figure this one out. Um, and it doesn't really impact what you do unless I need to figure out the Chelsea way if they get knocked out. But anyway, that's this is this is by the by. This is this was me doing it before um uh, Chelsea even happened. So Probably leads us quite nicely onto this. Um, 
I looked at um, at game week. Let me get this. Let me get this right because I sent this to you earlier, and I sent it to you in a way that then I could follow it for the pod nice and easily. You know, to put the transfers underneath the pictures. I blew the lads' minds earlier. I was like, look what I've done with my day. Um, don't tell my boss. So I went this week. I went Laporte in for Tierney. That's what I went in for. Now I know Cancelo is the one everyone wants, but when I simmed the rest of the season. It basically meant we couldn't afford the players that we wanted for the rest of the season. Um, we'd have to make some more changes, but yeah, basically I put Laporte in that this week for, for this reason. In terms of then game week 33, we've got all the doublers we need. Um, I used two transfers in game week 33. I went Madison and Saka in for Ramsey and Rafinha. Um, both players blank, Ramsey and Rafinha. Um, and Madison and, and Saka are relatively obvious choices in terms of, of picks because they've got good double game weeks those weeks. The week after that, game week 34, I banked the transfer because I think the team looked good again. And then going into game week 35, um, I put Pookie in for Brochure. <laughs> Pookie. I'm sorry, I've made me feel a bit sick. But still... Pookie and Fabrosia. And it was literally because we had a free transfer to use up. And then that put us in the situation where we could do two transfers for game week 36 of the bench boost for Farner and Holgate and for Kilman and Armati, because Armati's probably not going to be starting every single game. Um, and we'd have 14 or 15 double game week players. FPL teams are just, you don't have to put your password in, which is what I like. You don't have to put your. Um, your uh, email address in, like your login details, because there's been a few hackings going on this season. You literally just put your team ID in um, and it brings it up. You can put anyone's team ID in. It doesn't have to be you logged in. And you can simulate your transfers for the rest of the season. And what I did was I kind of went to game week 36 and worked back about the team that I would want. Um, and then obviously I free hit, in 30, I free hit 37. And in terms of a free hit draft, I put together something like this, you know, Schmeichel, James, Cash, Holgate, um, Coutinho, uh, Gallagher, um, yeah, Son, can put Mateta in. I think he's a good option as well. And you can you can put the, the double game. I, I have three Spurs players in because Burnley at home looks like a great fixture. Um, did you guys have a chance to have a look at the, uh, the players I put in? And, um, I know, obviously, a player that's outstanding massively is probably someone like Havertz if they do get knocked out. But, um, yeah, thoughts? Yeah, sensible changes. I haven't looked that far ahead um, to know about the ones later, but the ones, the immediate what transfers you've made all make sense to me in terms of, you know, like you say, Raf's got a blank, so it makes total sense to take him out for a game week, double game week player. Tripling up on Leicester's smart. They've got a lot of fixtures left to play, haven't they? And they're all pretty much good fixtures. So, yeah, like it. Yeah. Um, but what I'd say to do for everyone that is, is trying to wrap their head around what they're wanting to, you know, where the, look at your team now, look at where you want to be in sort of like game week 36. Don't get me wrong. They, they never, ever work out exactly how you want them to be, these transfers. They never, ever do. <laughs> so we're not expecting them to, to do that at all. But you know, plan your game, plan your game weeks forward. And like, let's just say, for example, you you are having a, a bet with a mate and you want to beat them. Then have a look at their team and go something different. You know, make it fun for what you want to do. Uh, for example, like me, Tom, and Jeff um, uh, are at the top of our lads' money league between the three of us. Obviously, Scott is in fourth um, at this very moment in time. Like. It, 
we can if if our aim is to to win that league, then I probably would look at Tom's team and look at Jeff's team and go, well, who's performing well for them and killing me? Well, probably get them in. Um, and who's the players I can go different? We'll try and go different. Um, Scott, you've obviously got the 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 choice at this moment in time of what you want to do because you mm. could you could cruise to you know fourth and maybe even a top top one one and a half percent one percent finishing overall for FPL. You could probably get to that point with how well you're doing, or you could really push the push the envelope and end up coming three hundred k or end up coming fifty k. It just depends. It depends what you want to do. You could literally just go nuts, or you could yeah go either way. I were doing um, calculated risks. Yes. I don't want to be going nuts. I worked worked hard. It's fantasy football, but I made bad decisions and then did well to get back to fourth. So I just want to throw that away and finish like sixth or seventh. Yeah. Um, if I finish fourth in our little league, I'm actually quite proud of that. Um, but I also want to kind of give myself a little chance of doing something a bit miraculous and getting into the top three because it's still something I could do. Um, so yeah, it's calculated risks I'd be going for. Yeah, um, which again I think is 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 uh, is is a fair point and and the right thing to do. And and one of the things to do really as well is to is to have a look at the the right times to go slightly different on captain. I think mm-hmm. that's one of the one of the main things to do. Uh, so game week thirty two, for an example, is one of those weeks where you can, you, I mean a lot of people will go Kane. That's simple as that. Villa away. Um, but, you know, if you wanted to go for like Harvey Barnes or Madison, whoever you've got in your team, if you wanted to go for maybe Bakayo Saka or whoever you've got in mid- midfield for, for Arsenal, if you've got any Arsenal midfielders, if you wanted to try and do something a little bit different there, they aren't bad games to go for. Um, I'd, I'd be worried about the rotation for the Chelsea game against Southampton, considering they're going to have to put everyone out again, obviously against Real Madrid um, and Havertz is not going to play against Madrid for an example. Um, they're probably not going to risk him against Southampton. So, you you know, looking at your captaincy matrix, there's probably three or four captain's choices for game week 32 and none of them are really outstanding. You know, obviously Son, of course, as well, if you've got a Son. Um, game week 33, looking at the captain matrix, you know, if you, if, if you have got able to get a City player in, that's great. But anyway, obviously double game weeks, again, you could go for someone like Leicester. There's not, there's not like, there's not, again, there's not a massive outstanding captain option. And I think this is where the, because it's obviously, it's like having an extra player so that you can make some quite subtle gains and subtle changes um, at, at that point anyway, as well. Uh, deadline for this next game week is uh, Friday, isn't it? Yes, it is. Friday at 6.30 where Newcastle play Wolves. Um, what I would say on this one is, you know, get your transfers done, obviously, on Friday. But uh, you know, have, have a look at who your captain's going to be. Get your team set up um, and have a look probably quite a lot further forward in terms of where you're actually going to want to be. Um, uh, and, and that's how you're going to have to set your transfers up, really. Uh, because I think a lot of people are looking at these teams these weeks and going, who the hell do I even bring in? And that's why maybe bringing in Laporte against Liverpool is the most exciting transfer in the world, but it sets you up for future game weeks. Uh, any thoughts on captains, boys? Captain for game week 32? No idea. Absolutely no idea. I might go Son. <laughs> yep. Um, I think when you say Son, I think that's probably the logical choice. You I, know, I, know it, I know it's Liverpool against City, but... 
it's so hard to get away from Salah. I know he's out of form, but you're just always waiting for him to do something. But I've looked at the our All in Pod League and the people that did pretty well, like Dave and stuff like that. You know, he went for a Kane captain, didn't he? I think so. Kind of saw that Salah was out of form and wasn't worried about taking him out, even when he had a, a favourable fixture. So when they're playing City, probably, uh, to be honest, I think it is the sensible option to not captain Salah this week. Yeah, I'd, um, I'd I'd agree with that. Um, Scotty, any thoughts? I think it's really, really tough game week to captain this one. I think this is really challenging. I hate a Man U half 12 away at Everton. That's got a crap nil-nil. I think I think that's got a really boring game all over it, that. Can't wait to watch it. Yeah, uh, I'll be watching it, yeah. Arsenal, it's a little bit tempting. Um, Martin Lee came on the other day. I thought it looked quite good. Chelsea risk, like you say, with your rotation. What for the crap? But Leeds are just a bit, dare I say it, meh at the minute. I don't actually like Spurs away at Villa. I feel like we've got a Villa kind of... And Spurs have got a Spurs performance in them. I feel like they've just got into like a really good place. I think they'll lose. Um, West Ham, That's a, they lost that reverse fixture last time, West Ham. Um, I was in London... Uh, around the corner from the the stadium. So that was... I kind of like that Leicester Palace, but again, Palace looking good. I don't know why I'm going for all the fixtures here. Yeah, but, um, it, but this is what you do. Do you know what I kind of like? Like a Foden against Liverpool. Yeah. If I had know, anyone in the world, someone like a Foden. I think that the one thing about Spurs is, I think they've scored... I was just trying to have a look. They've what, scored two in like six of their last seven games, basically. Even the ones that they've lost. So they lost to Man United 3-2. Um, but they've scored at least two goals in six of their last seven games. Scored 21 in the last six. That's what I'd written down there. 21 in the last six league game. Kind of Spurs, isn't it? I know, I know what you're saying about Villa, but Villa have lost the last three. and It's just a feeling. Yeah, fair enough. It's, got you've no got to go where you go sometimes. You, yes. Sometimes you have to go where you go. And to be fair, it has that's like too good a run for Spurs. Mm, you know, be, it's too it? good. It's not going to last. That's going to be Spurs, Spurs yeah, that's the saying. Um, yeah, but, then again, but I thought that that was the case when Newcastle took the league, but they did what Spurs don't normally do and actually showed some bottle and came back and absolutely dismantled mm. them. So I think you can't go wrong with Kane dropping into that. I don't know, quarterback role. He's going to be giving some chances, isn't he? It's not like he's going to just be isolated at the top of the park like a Lukaku would maybe be doing because he is going to get involved, which is quite exciting as a Kane owner. You know, mm. he's going to be creating chances. So, um, I don't know. I'd probably go Kane, if I'm honest, because yeah. you know that's probably going to be my captain this week. That's, that's, uh, that's where I'm at, yeah, Kane. So, Tom? Oh, no, I was just going to say, yeah, it's going to be Son for me because I think he's got three in the last two, Sonny, hasn't he? Yeah, he's done really well. Um, I think the other thing as well to bear in mind for um, Liverpool City is, as far as I was aware, um, they haven't won at the Etihad since 2019. Um, And the last times they played there, I had this written down. They drew 1-1 and they lost 4-0. I think that was the sending off for somebody, wasn't it? I can't remember. Was it Mane? Mane. Yeah. High, high boot. High boot. That was it. Um, they, you know, people have talked about sort of Liverpool's decent record against City. I mean, they they have drawn two of the last three league games, but they lost the other one. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I'm not massively enamoured by going for a 
for, for Salah this week or, or any Liverpool players. Um, it's got that. It's got that big game. Um, potentially bomb quite quite big that game. Could in there. It's still yeah, so much riding on it. Things they never normally do they, but like City mm, Liverpool, they're normally these good do, games. These but, do, don't, they? They, but they they just they just they could do. But yeah, these I were think, the um, again. The, oh god, these will be all the reverse fixtures from. I missed the game last time. Uh, um, and it was wasn't it like an incredible game? Yeah, it was a really good match. It was when yeah. um, Salah scored that worldie, um, yes. and massive, amazing dancing feet, and Foden scored that other great goal. Um, it was yeah. a fantastic match. That uh, so yeah, I think my I would be saying looking at um, at Spurs. But if you wanted to go something a little bit different, then fair enough. Um, and then obviously you can look forward to, to games and you know, get this the double game week thirty three is something we'll, we'll probably cover um, another time moving forward. Um, but yeah, I think if you've got no transfer, if you've got no free transfers this week, for example, you've got no transfer, you've got one free transfer this week, um, and you're looking at something that's quite a tepid move, I'd probably just say bank it. Um, if you have got two free transfers like we have uh, in our team, then look forward at your teams um, that you want to have, the players that you want to have in your free hit, in, in, your, in your ideal squads for 33, 36 and 37, for an example. Um, and bringing one of those guys and just get yourself ready for the running. Um, but I hope that's been a relatively comprehensive cover of um, how to go about figuring out who the hell you want to put in your team moving forward for the uh, for the rest of the season. Um, I know that was a, a lot of information and a lot of uh, a lot of charts, um, but I, I think when we have a look at this graphic moving forward. Um, the double game week teams, they're just, they are, they are the better teams to invest in. It's as simple as that. So we need to have a look at those and, and make sure we're, we're doing that. Um, don't forget to have fun with it. Make sure that you look at what you want to do and what you want to achieve. Um, and then, yeah, you can, you can go from there. Uh, so I'll call it a day there, boys, for now. Uh, and I'll try and uh, somehow stop the, this, uh, this live stream. Um, I figured I'd have to do it last time, so hopefully I'll be able to do it again. Thanks ever so much for joining us, uh, and we'll uh, we'll come back with uh, with another podcast very soon, I'm sure. And we'll be reviewing the uh, the, the future transfers and future game weeks. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe uh, to the video and to the channel, and also follow us on our social media platforms: all football P and all Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Boys, thanks for joining me. No problem, sir. Thanks for hosting. Thanks for having us. Um, and uh, and yeah, I'll uh, I'll speak to you all soon. Bye for now. Man United close to finalising appointment of Eric Ten Hag. Sky Sports News. 